Let's go. Leaving the hat on, really? Yeah, we're leaving the hat on. You know? You fuckers. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome, everybody, to the I Want to Meet LeBron James podcast. I've been doing this the whole... Okay. Featuring a bandwagon hat. I'm Carl Lexi, Scouts comedian on a mission to meet LeBron, as always, as you know. You wouldn't want to be a bandwagon fan, dude. You're a massive Illawarra Hawks fan from birth, right? <laughs> Before the intro, I wore this because I was like, this is the first time I've had two Australian guests on the on the, yeah, yeah. on the the video podcast. It's been a mixture of one English one. Um, so I thought, like, let's fucking go home, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you love the Hawks, though. Oh, yeah, oh, fuck it. pre We went to one We went game. to a game, though. Yeah, yeah we went to so. a game. Lamelo was injured and he was pissed, but he got the ball. <laughs> no, 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 but I met Lamelo that game as well afterwards. Oh, that's right. And I met Lavar, so I just went down courtside and nobody had thought about it. So me and Jamal just kept walking halfway. We were like, oh, fuck, I think we're doing it. <laughs> like, every yeah, yeah. we got closer, we were like, all right, I guess we're doing it. The rest of the team just a collection of like 35 year old white dudes who've been playing the Ukraine for the last 20 years. <laughs> no, the, the second best player on the, or the high score of that game was a ginger. So <laughs> yeah. 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 I remember uh, seeing him at Dicey Riley's afterwards. So I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, Illawar, Illawar. I just like looked at him and it was just like, Illawar Hawks, and he was just like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ever that's, yeah it's like, that's like recognizing a waiter from your restaurant. <laughs> that's like the equivalent. Got it, Brad? Do you look at that Italian restaurant down the road from me? You play for the Illawar Hawks. You gave me that plate of nachos a week ago, didn't you? <laughs> No, I also give you 30 points. Oh, that was you, yeah, sorry. Did I meet you at a party 15 years ago, or did you play for the Illawarra Hawks? Because I recognise your face from somewhere. So, so no respect on this gym. That's what I'm getting so far. We got him. Um, I'm, I'm very excited to have just two big fucking units here with me tonight. This, we got some real Zach Randolphs and Zebos oh, on, on the podcast. I was who you're going to call the round man of Rebels. <laughs> you can't decide. <laughs> Both, I feel like the Ram the Rebound if you were both the Morris twins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, dude. Nobody is beating Sharing. you guys for a box out for that way with these fucking weapons here, I'd say Sharing that. Sharing our apartment the like they do, then they live together in Phoenix. Oh, yo, they did as well. Yeah, they, the, the Morris twins used to live together in, in Phoenix. Yeah. And like, just like shared the house, apparently like share all their bills and shit. That's why when Phoenix traded them, they were so mad. Because they'd like taken a lower salary so that they could stay together on the team. And then the Phoenix Suns being absolute cheap cunts were yeah. like, nah, fuck it. And just traded them. <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting two for the price of one, but you're still like, nah. Yeah. Also, they're fine. Like, they're not bad. They're better than majority of Phoenix Suns. Oh, yeah, exactly. Players. I, I, met, I met them both for Bradley Beal's birthday. Party, like, three years ago, I remember I told you. Yeah, I remember you told me about that. That was crazy. Yeah, they, wanted to get me a photo, they wouldn't let me get a photo with them, which, was, which, which kind of threw me off them. But apart from that, I was like, can I just take a photo of one of you and then I'll superpose you in? You know what I mean? I don't need both of you. Take a photo of one, but like you're standing on each side of him and just say it's just like post both of them up and be like, this one's not Keith. <laughs> and they've, they've both got watches on like the same hand. And like, are you sure? Exactly. Shirts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, back to intros. <laughs> we got a little sidetrack. We got uh, we got the rich man's uh, Will Chamberlain here, yeah. um, Gavin Scott, comedian friend, been on the podcast before, but the audio version. And then um, we got my man Jackson Pierce as well to my left, been on the audio 
first on the video, oh. coming in correct oh, with the fucking lampshade earrings. Oh, I'm loving that. Hours that's what Will Chamberlain this. should do with his rings. Because <laughs> <laughs> he can't fit them on his hands anymore. Wilt's rings? Oh, not Wilt, sorry. Bill Russell, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, 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 Wilt got two? One? Wilt's got thousands of hymens, though. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely those. got one. Looking like a fucking Vietnam vet. <laughs> Just necklaces of hymens, dude. The best is, like, you didn't even dress up for this part. This is what Jackson showed up with <laughs> yeah. to play basketball in. Like, he's got to be on a bag on. Nobody was more. Sw- he was like, when the N- NBA fits, what were you wearing? Was it felt? <laughs> nah, it's velvet. You know? It was velvet. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. A nice, breathable yeah. velvet. <laughs> <laughs> A nice NBA official velvet yeah, yeah, attire. Yeah. Dude, honestly, they need to dress up a little more. You know? That was sick. You were playing with the hat. I've never seen. You literally were posting people with a handbag on your head. <laughs> I have you in my handbag. That's like a new trash talk. You're like, not in the pocket, you're in the bag, baby. Oh, man. You should have seen me in Normanhurst the other day. Oh, just yeah, torching some 16 year old Asian kids, you know? Sliding <laughs> them up. They could have been anywhere from 16 to 25. Oh, right? yeah. And they were actively bad at basketball. And I was like, you want to play? <laughs> You were just driving by, stop real quick. I'm not gonna win here. Yeah, yeah. Playing in a collared shirt, being like, this is entrapment. Like, I've deceived you. Uh, and, um, and Gavin Scott's um, Call of Famous, he might be the only person that's to have an NBA 2K, my player, to make it into the actual NBA Hall of Fame. Hell yeah, dude. He's got Will Chamberlain stats. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> and he's coming off the bench with like yeah. 30 points a game. 20 rebounds. I do, yeah, I, I I do like that about the NBA because it's like in 2K, like because it's just so ridiculous with some of the scores. You're like, oh, this is my second game of basketball ever, and I scored 90 points. <laughs> <laughs> just playing as a five-seven guy who only dunks, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're like actually looked like you. Where's like, yeah. yeah. the athleticism? I have the, I have the stats of Spud Webb during the dunk contest. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Getting off there. And then Zebo regular season. <laughs> <laughs> just that, what's that even a jump shot? I said it's just, it gets lower. I don't know what the fuck it is. He doesn't leave the ground. He yeah, never had to. Shit. Kevin Love never really left the ground. And, and he was, remember he had that 40 20 game or whatever? Yeah, like, but he, like, was, he was a great rebounder, but it wasn't. Mm. Like, I think with some guys, especially when they get older, they, they stop jumping. Like, that's what they yeah. said a bit about Rondos. Like, why Rondos hitting his threes more is because uh, before, like, if you look at, yeah, like, yeah. Specifically, young Derek Rose and Russ are like this, where they get so fucking high on their jump shot that it almost fucks it up. Yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. completely out of control. It's the same yeah, with Rondo when he was like hyper athletic. Is that same thing? Apparently, Jason Kidd did. Is he just stopped fucking jumping? Yeah. When he was shooting his jump up because he was like, yeah, well, like that actually adds a variable in that doesn't matter and I'm not taking contested jumpers like I don't need to rise up over it yeah. there's a wide the True. fuck open so like if I just stand here it's better than yeah adding in that element oh for sure yeah no, nah, that's definitely true with like I mean if you've got no defence then it's like you've got all the time in the world you don't have to jump really exactly. that's what I feel like I don't know if this is true but I feel like some players put a fade in a little bit as well mm. to like counter that you remember like LeBron yeah. back in the day he still fades a bit now but he used to fade a lot more on those frees when he didn't need to really mm. Melo would always do but Melo just loved kicking out for the <laughs> to draw the foul anyway but yeah like and it definitely gets I mean Rondo's it does look better like LeBron's looks worse it's flat as fuck but it's definitely a better percentage than what he used to yeah, shoot yeah you know yeah. I mean? but again he shoots them pretty flat footed and he really only shoots them when he's like like unless he's feeling it 
Yeah, He'll only true. shoot them when someone has just been like, I've left him open because I'm terrified of the drive. And I'll be like, remember I'm LeBron James, by the way, guys? Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah, just yeah. leave me open. Like, yeah, I'm still going to fucking look at it and pretty much tell you with my mind <laughs> I'm going to shoot it, but... Exactly. Like, you know, I'm far from not watching tape. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know LeBron's getting hot. It's not when he's hitting threes. LeBron's getting hot when he goes to that, like, deep mid-range fadeaway jumper that oh, he loves. Oh, my Lord. That's and that's when you're like, yeah. oh, you're in big trouble right now. Like, my boy is really cooking. It, it's, it's, it's so, I mean, it's unguardable, really. It's like the Dirk Nowitzki with the space that he does. Yeah. But, it, but it creates so much more space that he doesn't even need to. Like, I think he does it like, oh, I'm probably going to get on top 10 with this play. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's was... like, he doesn't really... He's already favoured away. Nobody's meeting him anyway, because he's 6'8". Yeah, yeah. But he exactly. just makes it even more difficult. But he's just used to that shot, I feel like. There was a play during, like... I think it was during, like, the early rounds of the playoffs where LeBron legit, like, did a turnaround fadeaway on nobody. Like he was just like, <laughs> and just turned around and faded away and hit it, and it's like, bro, what are you doing? Like, just fucking around now. I thought you were talking about that fadeaway where it literally faded away on Jay Z as well. <laughs> you know, when he was sitting courtside with Beyonce, yeah. and it was like LeBron like kind of travelled, didn't get caught, but he missed the open layup against the Wizards. Yeah, then yeah. he caught that turn around off the glass banker, and Jay Z's just like, I just bought this team. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. Imagine being Jay-Z when he first bought those Brooklyn Nets and was just watching them play and being like, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> Where's the youth? Where is the youth? What the fuck? The youngest player was Joe Johnson. <laughs> yeah. When did he get the Nets? Um, um, it was literally when he became the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Oh, so when they went from the yeah, yeah. Um, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was them, so the, the whole when they made they moved to Brooklyn and shit, yeah. yeah. When they made possibly one of the worst trade deals in history. <laughs> They're still paying for that with picks, I think, hey? It's not too... It didn't end up being as bad as it seemed like it was going to be because those picks aren't as good anymore. Um, because they're a better team and hopefully that fucks the Celtics and fuck Danny Ainge, that Republican cunt. But, like, you know. Yeah, nah, but... um. Like, it, 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 it fucked them hard for a bit because they were in a rebuild for what would they bottom of the league for two seasons, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think so, it definitely and fucked them And they were playing, hard. like, they were the worst, the worst criminals in terms of, like, being like, Golden State shoots a lot of threes and plays really fast. What if we did that, but we're bad at it? <laughs> <laughs> and we have Brook Lopez with our best shooter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like watching this disgusting, like, Frankenstein's monster version of Golden State and being like, this is not the same thing, guys. Like, all these weird, like, iso-transition threes are not the same thing as, like, the fucking poetry basketball they're yeah, playing exactly. over there. Like, these threes are not the same, dude. That's going to be scary when I come back next year, because, to be honest, they're not going to come back at just the Golden State. They're going to come back with somebody else like it's the same as when they, they, they lost against the Cavs they came back with the Rants yeah. they're not going to come back with just Steph Clay and that they're going to trade that pick and do something nasty that That's would take I mean taking Wiseman is not a bad option for them because they've always yeah. liked super athletic rim running rim defenders That's true like, But then that Pascal is nice like, like Eric yeah, Pascal like, you can play in the power forward playing as the backup for Draymond uh, Okay yeah because I don't think he's like... That's his true position anyway, is it? Yeah, and I think that like with Wiseman, he doesn't really have that much like offensive upside. He seems like the type of dude who's like very limited to just dunking. He has like no shot creation. Yeah. But like if you're not asking to do anything on offense, the floor, other than yeah. catch lobs, be hyper-athletic, and then yeah. on the other end, you're like, your job is to like slow down Giannis or AD exactly. or one of those dudes. Be a young Rashid Wallace. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. Pretty much like... 
just being hyper athletic like that's all they need Chris, Will, is Willie, where's Willie Collis dying is he still there he's in um, Mavs Mavericks. Oh, so he went from the Kings to you to, to Golden State, and then he went to Mavs after that. He's, yeah, I know he's in Mavs now. Uh, and they've okay. got um, who did they get? They have someone weird at center. I can't remember. That's what I thought it was Willie Collins. No, 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 it's oh, someone oh, like him oh, that they yeah. really like. Mm. That like they one of those classic things where like coaches will come out and be like, he's actually really good, and you're like, yeah. no, that's that man. Yeah. No, that's what he said about Javale McGee. It's like. <laughs> No, your team was so good. It's like now he just won a championship on the bench. I mean, JaVale is like a good prototype big man for them in terms of like Wiseman is Cats like Cats. a yeah, like a much upgraded version of JaVale mm. McGee where it's like he's athletic, he's quick, he's dumb as bricks, but like you don't need to do no don't need him to do anything complex. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, just do your job and get the fuck out of the way, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I know you'd be getting a basketball ball at home, yo. This is like so in-depth basketball, I'm fucking love it, yo. Um, let's, let's get back to, because I had an idea last week, I don't know if you saw it, but it was like I was going to get a tattoo if I got a thousand views on the podcast. I did not. Because um, <laughs> everybody watched it on Facebook instead of the YouTube. So that was the problem. That was, that was, no, you know, it was a thousand on, on the Facebook. But then, um, obviously, they're not the real stuff. So. But I was gonna get him. Um, I was gonna get a fucking oh, trophy, the Larry O'Brien with a ball around it, which I thought would have been pretty sick. Like just to remember it yeah, or yeah. whatever. Um, but what do you reckon about this as an idea? If I proposed, if I went to an LA game and I proposed to like my missus or whatever, or even just got a standing or so, or something, you know what I mean? I love that yeah, you've immediately backed away from actual commitment. You're like, oh, obviously, it's a big. Um, it's, it's, it's a long way to be, it's going to cost me about 40 grand, but <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. Well then, I mean, if I am, that's perfect, get, give it a ring, but if not, get a get a fake ring, get a, I mean, you're in LA, so you'll get an extra actor for nothing, you know what I mean, you'll get a qualified actor for fucking nothing, <laughs> and you need the work, support the arts, and do you reckon if I did, and I got on, because you, you'd tell the team, there'd be some way you'd email yeah, and be like, could, hey, I'm about to pose, yeah. can you do it in a, in a timeout or something, do you reckon... Like, LeBron would, like, you'd be able to meet the team, or LeBron would, like, it depends how close you are. No, I would he come and congratulate you? I, I don't know. No, Absolutely. I reckon no he'd be arguing the fuck about that. <laughs> how many proposals do you reckon happen for Propose to Jeannie Buss. That's what you need to do. You need to marry Jeannie Buss. What, what, what ring would I be able to give her? But she already has an She's got all the 80s Lakers rings now with the inheritance. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she wants to touch a rock. I'm coming in with players. Hello, Jeannie. Please. Well, you reckon this? How many proposals a game? No, what? You reckon? A game, like not that many, but a season they're going to have like. Yeah, no, you're going to that shit constantly. But that, yeah, so that's only home games, so that's 40. It's like without playoffs, that's 42, whatever, 41 games a season there. That's not that many, 40, 41 proposals. Some of the good ones always make it online as well. I feel well, like not going to be like, oh, that guy proposed really well. I'm going to hang out with him. <laughs> no, not hang out, but just meet. <laughs> it's not, it's meet not that I want to hang out with LeBron James, <laughs> but hopefully it could be, but I'm saying it's that I want to I meet. You know what I mean? That's I want to be best friends with LeBron James podcast. <laughs> I want to kiss LeBron James podcast. <laughs> On the mouth consensually podcast. <laughs> I want to convince LeBron to suck me off podcast. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> so mopey on the one every week. He didn't love me. What is going on? I thought he liked me. So you reckon, what, what if it was like, 
oh, I suppose I, if I'm wearing all the bronze stuff, but that's everybody at the game anyway. Yeah. Um, if it, once if I, if if I like halfway through, I'm like, will you marry me, LeBron? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I think he'd be mad. I think he'd be annoyed at you. There's no way LeBron. Like LeBron has been famous for so fucking long. Like, do you like do you count? Like, I guess you would count just getting like a LeBron media trained. Like, yeah, cool. Is that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, meeting him. I mean, meeting in my mind is shaking, shaking his hand. How are you doing? Nice to meet you. That's, yeah, that's yeah. it. If we have, if we have a conversation, that's amazing. But to me, it's it, it has to be a handshake or something like that. You know so what I mean? Want, like, the, that's what when you meet somebody, that's what you, you do. You want like like when the people meet the queen, where it's just like a line of people and like LeBron's just like shaking your hand. What you need? Like the next. Person. What you need, Carl, is a fake. I mean, I feel like there's not a line around <laughs> the block of Buckingham Palace. He's not. I don't think the queen's doing as many meet and greets as LeBron. <laughs> She, she's signing royal jerseys. <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't seen the Queen's post. Post game, it's pretty good. Dude, no, what you gotta do, fake press credentials, you get in there, you're like, LeBron, I'm with the Athletic, Australia version. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> checking that. Yeah. I'm with the Australian version of the Athletic. Uh, what do you think of basketball? You know? That'd be your best bet. I'm with ESPN Southern best. Hemisphere. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm from uh, the Malaysian branch of, uh, of ESPN. Uh, you probably haven't heard of us. We mostly report on like uh, that weird Filipino league. You know, we don't report on footballs that have been set on fire, being <laughs> kicked around in the sand, barefooted. Yeah, I never understood that. You've set the ball on fire. Yeah. Put shoes on at least. No, I won't. Just, 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 just go hard and paint. Yeah. It encourages you to pass more. <laughs> That's the danger. That's the danger. Who's you know? saving that though? Nobody's getting a header on that. Just singeing all your fucking hair off. Uh, let's see. Uh, all right. Well then. Okay. Well, well then. Uh, well, let me just cross out all that fucking idea. <laughs> this is fucking ruined. I mean, LeBron's never gonna suck me off. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> no, but um, um, uh, uh, I mean, it's, uh, I see a lot of stress off my mind because now I don't have to get married. So, um, so it's win-win. <laughs> I think the media credentials is the best bet. Yeah, yeah. You fake, yeah. fake media credentials. It's not probably not as hard as you think. Like it's pretty much you're just laminating shit, aren't you? Because yeah. you just want, you just want to meet him. You don't actually want to talk to him. You just want to be. Like, I mean, I do obviously. You know what I mean? But you want to recognise you as a human being. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. I just need yeah. that one. I'll just get him with a quick opener and then bang. You know what I mean? What if like he gets wind of this podcast and he's just like. I hate that this exists. <laughs> he's mad. <laughs> he's like mad at you. <laughs> Why would it make him mad? He's like, but last week apparently I was creepy. This week it's making him mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His whole thing is he's like, it's gross how much. He's obsessed with me. It's fucking weird. <laughs> no, no, LeBron would be like, he should be focusing on Black Lives Matter. He should be trying to meet George Floyd or I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so that's gonna be tough. Meeting George Floyd is gonna, gonna be tough. Though, that's man. gonna be tough. <laughs> You're gonna have to get drunk. He's very busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, unfortunately, we did lose George. Uh, uh, anyway, let's move on with minutes, the segways. Minutes, silence, please. <laughs> Eight minutes, technically, but anyway. <laughs> um, what do you reckon about it? We're talking about fuck you because I'm not even. I, I just want to move on so quickly. It's not even way of a segue. <laughs> Um, um, mm-hmm. what, uh, 
Steve Nash for, for the Nets. I'll ask both of you, good or bad. What do you reckon? Yeah, uh, I think it'd be good. Yeah? I think it's going to be good. Do you want like, a long answer or you just want to like... No, 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 no. Actually, I was going to say we've got that, but you might as well say the answer as well. Well, I just, I think, like, I don't know, like, I'm, I, I, I saw he was doing like some consulting stuff with like, Golden State while Durant was there. So I'm assuming he has like, you know, some experience with Durant and how to play him mm. and at least understand like what he, like, how to use him. But... Um, he's also like you know Steve Nash. He's a great player. He's a great player maker. He's got no coaching experience. But that's the thing. He's you no said coaching. he's a consultant. I thought he was a shooting coach. So what he was, what he was doing is he. Uh, and apparently, yeah, I've said that he got uh, on Wikipedia. If you go on his wiki, he gets two championships as a consultant for the. Oh uh, yeah, no, they gave him the rings because KD loves him because um, I don't know if you've ever seen like the weird stuff KD does with like balance yeah, drills. Yeah, yeah. That's all okay. Steve Nash stuff. Okay. So so. so, so KD didn't have that before the Warriors. It's about but he perfected it at the Warriors. With yeah, he did the drills, which is like Steve Nash is obsessed with like lateral athleticism. So rather than like super conventional athleticism, it's all about the ability to like change direction and like lean and all that oh, shit okay. and balance and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Which has been super important for KD, largely for as much as he got horribly injured last season. Like looking at him, it's incredible that he hasn't been hobbled for his entire career. And he sure. credits he credits Nash for teaching him a lot of stuff that he thinks is like really important to like his longevity as a player. Um, that and like there is a chance that he can like I mean who can talk to Kyrie but like yeah but like at least Kyrie is not being told by like someone like Tyler Tyler it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a difference in the level of point yeah, guard yeah, there yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I just think, like Jason Kidd, that would work, but Jason Kidd's not going to go about the Nets. You know, it just like, oh, I should listen to Steve Nash because he was like all-time assist leader in this season or something. And then you're like, Ty Lue, you mean the guy that Alan Iverson <laughs> stepped over? It's like I had your poster. Well, technically, it was Alan Iverson's poster. <laughs> Ty Lue's greatest game is also his like most notorious moment because no one talks about like just before that. Tyloo is like locking up AI yeah, yeah, yeah. and everyone's like, this is incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, oh, this is gonna be the peak of Tyloo's career. Instead, it's just another man rubbing his testicles on his face. <laughs> and he's just being like, well, fuck. Locked him up is a strong word. He locked him up the way Iguodala locked up LeBron. Yeah, I mean, so, you know what I mean? Like, he's still average. He locks up AI. Yeah, exactly. like, but it's like he just did now 50. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he could match his quickness in a way yeah, that yeah. like bigger players can't because. AI was always so like shifty. Well, I mean, Tyler had to use no energy on offense either. Oh, yeah. So, so it's like, apparently, you know, he's, anything through him, so. apparently, he was on the squad to do an Allen Iverson impression in practice. That's really? why like, he was they were just like, oh, on the Lakers. Because they were like, you are like a bad version of Allen Iverson. So, what we're going to do is in practice, when we're training to play against these small, shifty, like quick guards, yeah. they signed Tyler yet yeah, to be Allen Iverson. <laughs> They even, they even made him do the haircut and everything. He forced the tattoos upon him. He's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, they forced him to keep all his cash in plastic bags in his house as well. <laughs> did he do that as well? Hey, I did that. <laughs> Why do all rich black people not trust bags? <laughs> yeah. And he was always talking, yeah, he was always like, uh, even at the end of his career, he was like, I don't know if any of it was ever stolen. It was just, he was like, I don't know, it's just bags of cash around my house. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a hundred million dollars. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
yeah, we'd just be in sneakers as well. He'd have it in sneakers that he'd give away to kids, and he's like, oh, well, that charity event just cost me like 200 a, grand. It's like the fucking Lamborghini story where he like lost his. It was like, I think it was a Lambo that he lost in a car park, and so he bought a new one. Because yeah. <laughs> he was like, there's so absolutely important. no fucking context. <laughs> I would love to see that version of Seinfeld where it's AI looking for it. You know when they look for the Craven and that look for the car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just a 30 second long episode. Where is it? Ah, oh, let's go to the shop. Just plays the Seinfeld song. <laughs> yeah, good on AI. Um, so you're at, both of you reckon a good fit? I'm not sure if it's going to be a good fit, but I think it would be good for... I think it's good because they kept Jacques Vaughan on. So, I think... Easy assistant, isn't it? Easy assistant yeah. who took over after... Um, but I didn't like... I Kenny didn't mind Kenny, yeah. Kenny is... He's better with a young team for, like, growth. But when you're winning now... That's why I thought they'd get, it's, like... It's got nothing to do with coaching in terms of, like, being a good coach. It's just about whether or not KD... And um, Kyrie and apparently yeah, yeah. DeAndre fucking Jordan yeah, yeah, give yeah. a shit about you. Like, it's not yeah. anything to do with coaching. And I think Nash, as much as, like, superstars don't tend to be good coaches, he's at least a superstar that isn't just like, oh, I'm way more athletic than everyone exactly. else. And that's why I'd, like, won. It's like, well, he actually has some insight into the game. He's, like, the closest thing to a role player you can be as a superstar. Hey, fuck, that's a fucking great way of putting it, to be honest, because his numbers were like, he never averaged more than 20 a season, yeah. but then he was averaging 14, 8 and 18, and then you got, I mean, the best record in the West always counts as something, and they were like, pretty much unstoppable that five seconds or less, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So like, he was kind of like a pass-first MVP. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Um, I'm waiting for my producer. What have we got, we're on 30 minutes now? That's a finger mid yes. <laughs> Just want to let them know I got a producer, baby, and a live studio audience, which has been very tempting tonight. I think they've been hating it. They've yeah, not made yeah, any noise. They got really <laughs> upset about one particular. <laughs> you you make me say the worst stuff at you, honestly, and then you just you just laugh and you're like, that's coming back in four years with this passion. Um, so I I I would say I, I'll end it with a bit. I would say. Yeah, he's definitely getting the locker room, he's getting the respect of those yeah. players, that's a given. Durant already likes him, so if Durant becomes a better leader, then hopefully he'll get everybody w- with him yeah. as well. I mean, he's just not a great leader, I and mean, then Kyrie is obviously not, and DeAndre Jordan is like, well, who gives a fuck about that anyway? But, like, he's got the, I reckon, I mean, he's got the best, he's got a lot of pressure because, like, with Durant back, he meant, it's a kind of like, it's Western Conference finals or bust, really, even finals oh, or bust, I would say, finals or bust. But so he's got the most pressure, but he's also got one of the most talented teams as well. Yeah. So it evens it out, really, I would say. Do you reckon they're going to be the Knicks this season? Or? The, uh, maybe it's off maybe in seven. Battle, battle for New York, dude. Battle for New York. Julius Randle, 45 points, dude. MVP. I'm telling you. Kevin Knox, the second? Yes. <laughs> you like deep fadeaways? Ooh, you should oh, watch some Lord, Julius yeah. Randle. Uh, that guy's Knox's face. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like it. What, Julius? Kevin Knox. No, 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 Kevin Knox. He just oh, yeah, he looks like, like a pug. Yeah, yeah, like a pug. You know, it's weird as fuck. He reminds me of, like, Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the yeah. chef? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It's just like Gordon Ramsay. Oh, he's got one of those fucking yeah, small yeah. faces, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, who do you reckon's got the hardest coaching job next year? Stan Van Gundy? Was he? Well, ma- New no. Pelicans coach? I, I, I love Stan Van Gundy, me, to be honest. Did I always did. Did a four-out. 
offense. I imagine that's what we're going to run. Yeah. Some classic Van Gundy shit where Van it's Gundy. like, you know, like we're playing with fucking Dwight, that centerpiece, like bully ball offense, then with like a four out shooters. But we don't have the shooters. I, I guess we're playing. Say, yeah. Yes, I mean, Lonzo wasn't shooting badly. You probably JJ. JJ coming back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You need a coach as well yeah. that, that needs to get behind Lonzo. Because like either either use him to his potential or don't don't half ass it. Yeah, I you think we'll even die with him. There's right? no point. There's no point saying okay, Drew's our point guard one game. Lonzo's. It's like no, Drew, you're the shooting guard and a defensive lockdown specialist. And and Lonzo is just the the floor general. That's I mean, I, ad- make I adore I adore Drew Holiday, but like I don't hate trading him now. I mean, well, I mean that's just age wise. That's why. Just because he doesn't fit into our timeline, that we clearly have like a jam up at the guard position, which is weird because for so long we had such, such terrible guard play. Yeah, yeah. Like, man, to have guards is incredible. <laughs> but like, like we like he doesn't make sense in the situation that that we're in, unless you're talking about using him as like a mentor veteran for like Nikhil Alexander Walker and for like Lonzo and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But like, Lonzo games, has so. defensive potential. Yeah. Drew is a great defender, but also like, for them to reach that potential, we have to play a fucking lick of defense, which yeah, we yeah. don't. <laughs> exactly. And then, you, I mean, and then you're sharing minutes, so it's like he's not even getting the experience anyway, because Drew's still taking a lot of his minutes anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think the problem with like, Zion at the five, even though that like, small you ball play lineup, at the five, right? I think that small ball lineup could work. No favorites, no. Okay. But I think mm. that the issue there is that I think Zion, if you're gonna look at his defensive upside, his defensive upside is going to be as like a LeBron style free safety defender roaming around like raising yeah, shots okay, yeah, yeah. using his athleticism and like you know that type of thing I don't think he works as like I don't think I can't see him as a fucking rim protector is what I'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure he's so not, like yeah, he's then not, how do you play four out if you also need to have a rim protector in because Zion while he needs to get the matchup on a slow footed five to be effective offensively he can't then do that job on the defensive end. And he was yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. bad defensively. Like, horrible compared to what I mean, he's doing. He's, he's a great weak side defender. Like, if, uh, coming across and blocking out of nowhere, yeah, that's yeah. perfect. You know what I mean? Like, he can get up fast. So if he comes late, it doesn't matter because he's yeah, doing it. Yeah. But it's like, I mean, he's still going to get back down because he is big, but he's just not tall enough to be... Yeah, but that's what defensive. I mean by that, like, LeBron-style, like, roaming defender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so you reckon a good fit, though, or not? I think that it's partly... If they move a few pieces. I think it is a good fit. I would have preferred, because of the way the Pelicans have been run for so long, which is just completely taking no fucking risks and just constantly being like, oh, well, what if we're, like, the four seed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I would have preferred, at least culturally and in terms of identity, to have someone that was, like, like D'Antoni, where we're like, okay, well, we might not win everything, but like, fuck, we're gonna like give it everything, and we're gonna commit to an identity, and we're gonna commit yeah, to yeah, like yeah, yeah. who we are. I think the problem with Van Gundy is that it's like we're still just sort of doing middle of the pack shit. That's it. I mean, he's like, he a great coach now, but it's not like it's not like he's a savant or an innovator and often like yeah, he's just a solid coach. Like that's yeah, that, that's it. Coach. It's like yeah, he runs his players hard and stuff like that. Not not to to. Timothy Hard or whatever, yeah. but but like it's not like he's like yeah he's doing a, a, a Dantoni thing or anything like that. It's like yeah. he's just a good coach, mm. which like you 
you kind of need. I would have brought in a young coach really with that group to, to help them grow. Yeah. With him, just, really. any, like, just anything that's like not like a good dependable choice. Like, I just yeah, want them yeah. to take a fucking risk, mm. which we just don't do in terms of that type of stuff. And the only time we take a risk is to sign slow footed big men for like 10 million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> if, 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 for example, like fucking James Jones or Juwan Howard was yeah. like coaching, like, you'd have no problem with that, would you? The experience oh, yeah. is not there. But like, I mean, they got championships and stuff, but it's like... Even the fact we had Gentry, um, and obviously we were talking about Nash, but like, you know, Gentry as a coach, I don't know if we ever let Alvin Gentry run the Alvin Gentry offense. That's true. Like, it's crazy to me that we had Alvin Gentry for so long and people were like, Gentry's a bad coach. And it's like, I don't think he's being allowed to actually run a motion offense here. They're making him fucking compromise what he does best. They're not giving him the personnel to actually run and gun like he wants to. Yeah. And then people are being like, oh, he's bad. You know what I mean? It'd be like if Mike D'Antoni was fucking like coaching like Joel Embiid, like people were talking about. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, well, that doesn't make D'Antoni a bad coach. It's just like, how the fuck are you meant to play yeah, small exactly, ball yeah. with a dominant center? Mm. Like, I mean, even when D'Antoni was fucking coaching Dwight, like, yeah, yeah. it's like, why would you try and run D'Antoni offense with fucking Dwight now? Like, he's never, it's never been a center foc- focused offense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what, do, what do you reckon with Stan Van Gundy? I reckon he's, it's going to fucking suck. <laughs> they're, gonna, they're not going to make the playoffs. No, no, that's not true. Not going to make the playoffs, he reckons. That's, that's what I'm true. saying. No. Do you reckon he'll, he'll keep his job by the end of the year or he's gone? Uh, no, nah, they'll probably get rid of a playoff. Before, get rid of a playoff for them, yeah. I reckon they'll, I reckon they'll we'll mess around with that team before the start. Yeah, they're going to track Tip-offs for sure. Oh, you dickhead, is it? <laughs> We're gonna trade trade the answer to all your problems <laughs> <laughs> financially. Anyway, um, what do we got? Um, Jabari Parker, who says no. I was gonna talk about. Um, I was gonna talk about because like cause you guys are fucking units and I've played with you guys and you all fucking box out. Nobody is coming in and getting a rebound over you guys. <laughs> who would you not? What's free players you would not want to get boxed out in in the league? Not want to get boxed out by. Yeah. Well, surely it's gotta be it. It Isaiah Thomas. Who would you not want to get boxed out by? Yeah. Oh, I was talking like humiliation. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, but I still think you would still get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm talking about somebody planting <laughs> bank. Yeah, you know what I mean. You got, oh, no. Stephen, you got Muggsy Bogues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't want to be on film getting fucking getting backed down by like five seven men. I love that the three you up with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm immediately like, what's the most embarrassing scenario for me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, mine was more like, I put like Stephen Adams because his fucking legs are like the size oh, yeah. of fucking New Zealand or something. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Stephen Adams loves to just fucking crumple petrol. But to be honest, he probably wouldn't be that good at it because he played with Russell for so long, he's not used to getting rebounds. So it's like, he just, he's like, he's just, like tapping the ball, he's like, where's Russ? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like two hands, he's like, that. it's not funny ball, is it? Yeah. yeah, I swear someone's about to soar in from the three-point line and grab this. This is what usually happens. <laughs> he's trying to catch a rebound, and Russ just goes straight for it like a golfer in a hoop. <laughs> uh, uh, who else? Big Baby Davis, but all Shaq, only because they'd fucking fall on you. Oh, you know, I reckon the worst player to play against, like, would be not even like young Shaq, because young Shaq would dominate you so hard that he wouldn't hurt you. Yeah. yeah but yeah. like old Shaq, when he like lost Cash it a little Shaq, bit, yeah. and he just like he'd just run people over and shit accidentally because he didn't have like the speed and agility yeah, yeah, yeah. anymore. 
He's just like mowing guns down the fast break. You're like, okay. Wouldn't want to go up against Celtic Shack, where you like try and take a charge and he just like walks over the top of you because he can't slow down in time. <laughs> Takes him rolling like a snowball. He's the only guy that can run like have a shot clock violation for falling over. It's <laughs> like 26 seconds. He's like, I just fell. Like, <laughs> I was thinking. I'm trying to think of like probably like I'm thinking like someone who's got like great trash talk. Cause like I don't think I'd be able to handle like Kevin Garnett like oh. dunking on me and then like, the yeah, get the fuck out of here <laughs> like shit like that. I just wouldn't be able to handle. It's like mine, mine. You're like okay. <laughs> I don't know if I could take it seriously. Like KG, like it only like that type of like KG's like hyper macho bullshit. I feel like only works because everyone else is buying into it. Oh, but if you encountered that dude in real life, you'd be like, are you fucking serious, man? Like, chill out. It feels like a one-on-one pickup game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just screaming in your face, talking about how he's gonna, like, fuck your wife. And you're like, what is going on, man? Like, why are you doing this? It's garbage time. Let me have my two minutes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, you probably could fuck my wife. Like, that's... <laughs> I mean, look at you, man. It's not a competition, dude. Yeah, but also, you wouldn't be in the game as you. <laughs> no, you would be a blank, no, like, no, no, six, no. ten guy as well, so. I'm going to make it to the league. <laughs> I'm declaring for the draft next year, dude. I don't want to break that big idea, but <laughs> you're not. <laughs> yeah, dude. They need me. You're definitely making it in the walk into the game. <laughs> and then, like, um, yeah, that was just for the photos. <laughs> that was just for the fit. Because yeah. just, just imagine you on the, like, draft and, like, He's got a good three. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? You can sink him in. He's Genie Buss's nephew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was my, my idea. I was pitching this to Jackson. I was like, do you reckon that I am exactly the level of basketball player that I am now, but I shoot 60% from three? Do you reckon they draft me? You know? It was like You've six- also never played a proper game with oh, Dude, I'm getting I'm getting the ball stolen like fifteen <laughs> times a game. But if I get that shot off, sixty percent chance it's going in. I mean, but yeah, if it's like sixty percent in game, yeah, like yeah, you yeah, played yeah. your first NBA game and you're still hitting sixty yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's That's just, like, it's sixty percent all the time, but like if you give me the ball, it's getting stopped. It's like, like, yeah, but how many are you shooting? Because uh, Dwight Howard's got a hundred percent three-point in the finals, so it's like, like that's gonna age perfectly. You know what I mean? I'm like a Joe Harris, you know? Joe, oh, oh, jo- yeah, Joey, yeah. Joey G. Booker to turn it along. Yeah, yeah. I'm like Joe <laughs> Harris, but like I'm like tired um, and like not able to run up the court properly. Uh, not as white. I'm smoking <laughs> cigarettes at half it's time. Crazy. You know? They're basically like, okay, we have four people on defense, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the locker room back to the '60s, you know, taking a couple of tinnies, smoking like, some cigs. Like Babe Ruth in the. <laughs> Yeah. Pack of Marley Reds on the fucking sideline. And you just like come out like straight off the bench, pass you the ball like half court, you just like <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Bang. <laughs> and that's it. Good. <laughs> yeah, that's my idea. That's sort of my That's why they changed the back down rule, because he used to just back it down to halfway. <laughs> like, like Charles Barkley style, where he'd post up for like 45 minutes and they were like, Charles, no, you're not allowed to do that anymore. <laughs> Charles takes the entire 24, starts backing the guy down with his fat ass at the three-point <laughs> line. Yeah, yeah. Just slowly but surely. Yeah, yeah. The You're like, all right, man. We all know how this ends, Chuck. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably going... So, so you would get... So, one, if, if you could have none of the other abilities, like, 
but you take just shooting. Oh, you gotta take the jump shot. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what about you? If I have one thing. Like a block and like shot, shot block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you do blocks. If you like, like if you're like in two K, on ground like, blocks, you got like everything at like twenty five, but like ones at ninety nine, blocks at ninety nine. <laughs> <That's hilarious. laughs> yeah, looking like fucking Ben Wallace. I, I would love that. I would love the handles, but with like no finish or no jump shots. <laughs> so, so you're doing that thing. You're crossing up everybody that on the floor <laughs> and they're holding an ankle, but then you just can't make the open shot. You get like, you get like, you get like <laughs> open layups, but it's like going over the hoop. That's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's like every fucking and one mixtape where you're like, that was incredible, and then he just blows a fucking layup, and you're like, what the hell? Every and one mixtape. Is shit if you apply actual basketball rules. <laughs> yeah. you're like, it's a travel every two seconds. The actual game will be like, 10 over. You can't throw the ball off his head, then kick it backwards with your foot and do a flip. That's not <laughs> obviously. Um, we gotta give him a quick mention to what did you name our group chat? I've oh, gotta tell you. Like, JD and the Straight Shots. Name's not like James <laughs> Dolan's band. <laughs> yeah, like, such a basketball record. It's not, but it's so neat it is. Now it's like, oh, if you know, you know. He has a song called I Should Have Known, which is about his friendship with Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> oh my oh. god. Jesus oh, wow. Christ! <laughs> you should have known. Yeah. I feel like after your track record with Isaiah Thomas, dude, maybe mm, start a little bit suspicious with all of your friends. You know? How about how about this as an idea then? When we'll finish on this, um, once I wrote a song about LeBron, you wrote and a, a song, and once I did, mm. what? That's a heartfelt song. Okay. And, and like maybe it goes famous or something like that. It goes viral. I think, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. you'd get angrier. Yeah. You'd get, ma- yeah. get madder. You'd get yeah. you'd say like LeBron, that's almost definitely happened to him since he was like eighteen. LeBron could probably get real musicians to write him songs if he wanted to. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, what I say. Little Wayne's dropping him all about and he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. So why would he think of the the first mixtape that he dropped? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, ooh, let me listen to this rapper. It's a white English man who lives in Australia. And he's also not a rapper. He's never <laughs> rapped before. He's a comedian. And even that's only technically. Alright, well, what, what, what's your fucking idea, Stan? My, I told you my idea. Press credentials, dude. Oh, press credentials, yeah. I would dress up as one of his sons and then just see how long that he doesn't notice. Oh, well, he, he always <laughs> involves blackface, so that's <laughs> a bit tough. LA Hair Growth Clinic. LA Hair Growth You start oh, working yeah, at an yeah. LA Hair Growth Clinic. <laughs> and and comes like, yeah, it comes Eventually. <laughs> You start working selling human growth hormone in LA, right? I go there first, I'm just there to donate. <laughs> yeah. And then eventually, as perceptuous concierge, then I'm touching his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're shampooing LeBron, putting the little, what are they, like the fake hair follicles yeah, yeah. in, spray painting his dome before he goes out of the game. You know. Kissing his head. What was that? Oh, it's a special color. Oh, I'm helping. <laughs> it was something, no- I was doing I was doing something nice. I was I was doing something professional. Make it look Yeah, It's yeah. a pro move. <laughs> You're just convincing LeBron this to start a- <laughs> wearing two pants. <laughs> he comes out with like long, like a long ponytail. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, it's my natural hair. Dave Nowitzki, Dwight Clark, and Frosted Tips. Yeah, Sally, it's looking like Darko Miller chips, dude. Yeah, that's... Nobody's saying anything, I want that for the last thing to say on this podcast. Jackson Pierce, thanks for having us. Just tell me your Instagram real quick. I don't know. Oh, you're not happy! 
Happy Jack's Mum Face Podcast. Follow me on Twitter if you want. There you go. Uh, uh, we got Gavin Scott, yeah. Mitch Man's World Channel. The funny Gavin Instagram. Peace!